0: Welcome back to Let's Talk About It with Sons and Daughters. I am your host Art and and today I'm very excited as we are continuing the conversations around practical ways of living a higher way of being. And I'm very excited for this conversation because I think this is the most important topic that we could talk about because it's going to be kind of wrapping up everything that we've talked about so far in this season and bringing it to a head because. Without this thing, it makes everything else that we've talked about much, much more challenging. And that is friendship. And so, of course, the best person for me to bring on to talk about friendship is one of my best friends and dearest friends and team member of the Sons and Daughters crew, Tracy Campbell. Tracy, yo, yo. thank you for joining me today. Bro,
1: thank you for having me. It's good me.
0: to have you on, but it's good. Yeah. Well, Tracy, you had the great you had the greatest revelation of friendship I think I've ever heard someone talk about. And I think, and we've, we've had back and forth on this because we, we both agree that friendship is something that is not emphasized enough. I think, you know, we, we talk a lot about this in the church of marriage and talk a lot about different topics, which are very, very important topics. And those are things that we need to talk about, but we don't do a great job about talking about friendship. But yet that was the thing that Jesus modeled so beautifully um, and when we're talking about, you know, figuring out practical ways of living, um, having a good friend group around you is, is going to be the thing that's the difference maker in your life. And so I would love for you just to maybe kind of start it off with sharing about what, what kind of has been your revelation around friendship and how much has it
1: meant into your life? Yeah. Well, one, bro, thanks for having me. This is always fun having these conversations with you cuz we've been friends for what 8 years. Feels like we've been friends for forever. Um but I think for me, one of the biggest things I've re- I've realized when it comes to to friendship is essentially the way that Jesus modeled it. You know, like there is an underemphasis and undercommunication about friendship within the body of Christ, but you see like Jesus was never physically married and he lived life with 12 guys, you know, and then within that 12, he had three. And so you just kind of see throughout his life just how imperative friendship is. And so I was reading a book by uh, Tom Holiday, which is Rick Warren's brother-in-law called The Relationship Principles of Jesus. And that really began to challenge some of my perspective surrounding friendship and just its priority, even in my own personal life. Um, and then I began to kind of dig into the scriptures, especially the Gospels, to, to really look and see how Jesus modeled friendship. And it really began to unpack more of how vital and crucial it is for us really to even live life together as brothers and sisters in the faith. Uh, on the earth, like essentially, like if we think about kingdom, in the kingdom, you and I are siblings, we're brothers, but we reveal that we're brothers through how we live out friendship on the earth. And so I look at how Jesus communicated in John 13, I believe it's 35. Hey, they'll know that you're my disciples by the way that we love, by the way that you love one another. And so like the way that we interact in our friendship, how we give to each other, how we love each other does reveal that we're family you know, within the kingdom. But it's modeled through how we interact as friends on this earth. And I think that we need to really begin to see more of of that communicated and modeled in life as believers. Like I think about, this is just really one cool example. I think about John 11, where Lazarus was raised from the dead. Jesus did something super duper interesting is after he raised Lazarus from the dead, Jesus told the people to go and unbind Lazarus. He didn't do it himself, which was really unique. And I think that emphasizes the power of community, of friendship, because God can raise you from the dead for sure. But he'll use people and bring people into your life that will help you recognize and walk out the resurrection life that you've come into, the freedom that you've received. But if you don't have that kind of relate, those kinds of relationships or dynamics, then it will be very difficult for you to understand what has taken place like in this life. Of being a believer and living within the context of the kingdom.
0: Yeah. Uh, So those are just
1: some of my like initial thoughts. Yeah. And I think that's so beautifully said.
0: And I think it puts the emphasis back onto friendship. I was actually reading in Job the other day and it was talking about is that those who like forsake, you know, being kind to a friend and really take on friendship is actually forsaking the fear of the Lord, which I think is a it's a really big statement and something that could be really very much glossed over. But when we're looking at what the fear of the Lord is, is the beginning of wisdom. When you are forsaking the idea of friendship or forsaking the relationships that are within your life, not fostering them, not letting them feed into your life, you are essentially like, forsaking wisdom that is beginning into your life because the fear of God is not within you. And that's what the community that God has established in your life is so important for and why it's, of course, important for you to have good people around you to be able to make sure that they don't, you know, corrupt, you know, what the Bible says is that um, bad company corrects good good morals. And so that is something that's huge. And I think very much, um, you know, right now in today's you know, day and age with everything that's happened over the past few years is people have been a little bit recluse and they definitely have come back to themselves and, and thought about, you know, I don't, I don't need to go do these things. I don't need to go out. I've got, I've got Zoom. I've got these things. I can work from home. Um, So what is the point of feeding into my relationships? And I think now more than ever, it's the, the idea of community is the enemy would love to see
1: um, us be isolated because we're, we're, we're vulnerable. Totally. And it's so dangerous to live in isolation. And Solomon says in Proverbs that a man that that lives in isolation comes to ruin. So you essentially set yourself up for destruction if you take yourself out of community. Also, when I look at friendship, I mean, I get to experience another facet of the heart of Jesus through my friends. You know, like you carry a unique expression of him that I don't necessarily carry or have. And so I need you in my life to understand more of how Jesus operates. And how the heart of the Father is to be expressed and for me to even know more of who God is through our friendship. And so I I really believe like in the vital, how vital, I I, I just believe that friendship is so vital and just so crucial. It's like when you think about how the body of Christ and the bride of Christ, you know, like marriage is extremely important. It's not the end all be all, but it's an extreme and, and important Expression of your union with God on the earth and that represents in notion the bride, you know, that 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 um that reality of oneness But then you covenant, look at like the body, yeah. yeah, that covenant you look at the body of Christ It's essentially the same thing, uh, but just a different expression So if I, we have the bride we have the body they're one, almost interchangeable. Their expressions just look different. So there is no hierarchical structure with, within like marriage being the most important or friendship being the most important. I believe from the eyes of the father, they're equally important. They're just expressed differently and learning how to grow in that uh, and, you know, delineate time and, and anything and, and everything that's necessary to give to the people that you've been essentially called to and knit to. I think that's so crucial. So I've seen that more in my life Um, than ever before is, man, like the people that I'm I'm knit to and living life with, they reveal Jesus to me in such a way that's necessary for me to understand God's heart for me clearly and also for me to reveal that to others.
0: Yeah, I think that's really good. And I think that's a a great reminder. Um, I would say kind of asking you because I've watched you gone through a position and transition in your life where I remember when we first met having good friends in your life was something that was maybe a little bit of a challenge. And and you were really believing that God was going to be bringing these people into your life. And I remember I was praying that there would be amazing relationships that came into your life. And so for people who are asking like, hey, I've tried, I've put myself out there, I've asked people to hang out, things like that. What advice
1: would you give them to really continue to seek community and seek friendship? Well, I would say just that, continue to seek it out. You know, I think some people have certain understanding and certain revelations surrounding like the importance of community and others don't. And those that don't, I mean, people only really function from the revelation that they have. And so for me, I'm a pursuer of people. So regardless of what someone does or doesn't do, it won't stop my pursuit of creating community because I know how important and crucial it is. And so for any person that's seeking relationship or seeking community that hasn't found it just yet, don't give up, keep seeking, and continue to believe that God will bring the right people into your environment, into your circle, that reveal Jesus to you correctly, that um, call you higher, that sharpen you. I mean, I think even when i look at friendship it does in one sense prepare you for marriage you know you learn how to be intentional you learn how to be communicative you learn how to be vulnerable you learn how to be consistent constant i mean there are plenty of things that really lead and bleed into that other dynamic of a relationship a romantic one that you do grow up in when it comes to when it comes to having friends Um, I mean, I'm always very leery of people that don't have friends, but want to be in a romantic relationship. I think, okay, well, I don't know if you're ready to actually be in this because there are areas of your life that your perspective hasn't been renewed to or in because you don't have people to call you out of that and call you up higher into who God has recreated you to be. And so, I mean, I think for anyone that, that really does desire friendship and hasn't really found it yet continue to persist in pursuit, because there are people that exist out there. If you exist as someone that has that understanding, there are other people that exist as well. And we're all wired for relationship. I mean, everything God does and has done, especially in accordance with scripture, has always been relational. So that entails people just really need to be awakened to the beauty and the majesty of of friendship and how that looks in the kingdom, and how that looks for us as sons and daughters. I also think the reason why people struggle with friendship, and struggle with really engaging with someone else to create that is because they don't view God as a friend. So if you don't view God as being, being a friend, it's going to be difficult for you to see friendship as as something of value or of grave importance. Like there is, there is a it feels like now there is more of an understanding of of God as Father and us as sons and daughters, which is imperative. Um, but now really beginning to see another f- facet and heart of God as also your friend, I believe is just as equally crucial because once you understand and see him that way, you can go and operate the way in which now you've seen him and he's recreated you to function from because you have the right view. Because how you view him affects your relationship with him and also other people.
0: Yeah, I think that's amazing revelation because you're right. We do have that understanding. We've taught it so long in terms of seeing God as the father. And you've seen a lot of people have had issues with accepting God as the father because of their relationship with their, you know, their earthly father. But seeing that similar revelation in terms of having God as your friend or Jesus as your friend, I think is absolutely incredible and absolutely huge within your life. And I would say to people that are believing and hoping for Uh, friends to come into their life is just continue to keep praying into those positions keep praying um, for those people to come into your life that are going to speak uh, into your life in such a significant way that are going to challenge you that are going to do something in you and through you and just believe that you can pray into those spots Um, I think it's really good is that you know as we are supposed to be you know Preparing ourselves like you, I said, not, we're not supposed to, but as you said, it's, it's, friendship helps prepare you for marriage. I think that's a huge thing because there's an element of friendship where it is a laying down your life for a friend. And that comes to a greater expression, of course, when you get married, um, because you're, everything's amplified, you're living together, you're a little bit more intimate and things like that. Um, but if you don't have a, a revelation of friendship when you enter into marriage, like Tracy was saying it is hard to really die to self in situations because I remember when I got married, I realized, I was like, man, I am very, very selfish. And I didn't realize how selfish I was. And, and I'm watching as even when Christian got pregnant, of uh, seeing the new facet of now becoming a father and, and the things that I'm having to do, not even yet as my son's not even out of the womb yet, but yet doing these things for Christian, it's revealing a new facet of, of love for another person that's outside of myself. And I think that's what the revelation of friendship is, is the understanding of like, I truly love these people. I truly love getting to do life for one another. And that gives me the opportunity to be able to say, hey, regardless of time, uh, you know, money, inventory, whatever the things I have to do, I'm going to be able to lay down my life for a friend. Like if they're in need, I'm going to be able to be there. Um, and I think, you know, we talked about this for investing into yourself is is finding mentors that are going to speak into you. And I'd say equally as important, having people um, that are going to be around you as going to be people that are truth tellers. Like, I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times, Tracy, you have called me out on things and been like, yeah, no, that's that's not true. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's 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 made me a better person. And we've allowed ourselves in friendship to wrestle with one another in in a relationship in a you know in a and basically a brother covenant to be able to challenge one another and have moments where we're like we don't agree with one another but we see more inside of you. And that's why I'm challenging you on this. And I think if you don't have that in your life and those people that are going
1: to call you out, it's a it's a very dangerous place that you're in. Totally. I mean, you're super vulnerable for the enemy to really attack in such a way that causes for you to believe lies and things that are untrue about who you are in Jesus and who he is in you um, and, and what you are able to do on the earth to advance the kingdom you need people for that you know like friendships really do they call you they call you up they call you higher you challenge each other uh, and the whole, I I believe the whole notion is really just to reveal God to one another. It's like, I have an opportunity to reveal Jesus to Arden. Arden has an opportunity to reveal Jesus to me, and we get to grow up in love. And even if like we see things differently, we agree on love, like we agree on the love of God, and that's where we start from, that's where we build from, and that's where we continue. And I, I just see so much merit and value, especially in the life of Jesus when it comes to friendship. I mean, no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. John 15, 13, I mean, that is a, a massive, massive statement because you're making a decision that no matter what, I'll lay down my life for you because you matter more to me than I matter to myself, you know? And like my relationship with you, I value you more than I care about ever being right about something that doesn't even matter in the grand scheme of eternity. Uh, and so I, I just really believe that, man, we, we're living in an hour, or in an age where community, I think, is more necessary than it's ever been before. And the revelation of God as, as not only father, but friend is crucial for us to actually advance heaven on earth as a community of believers, as sons and daughters who understand that on the earth, for people to know that we're family, they have to see that we're really great friends and that we love each other well. Mm-hmm. Well, and that that's
0: huge because I I think that in alone. I mean, I've watched it with my brothers. Is that when we are out on the road and and like we'll be on a trip together, as we interact and we love on one another so so intentionally, and we're not just you know bashing each other. We have fun with each other and things like that. But people always ask us like, "Oh, you guys all like just you know college friends or something like that." We're like, "No, we're we're brothers," and they're like. If this was my brother, I would be like punching him in the face or I would be doing all these things because they're like my relationship with my brother was not is not that good or with family members. And I look at it as in terms of the body of Christ as we are a family. And that essentially is I've watched as people have seen my relationship with my brothers and said, oh, man, there is something different on your guys's life. Like, what are you guys doing? And that opens up the door to be able to talk about, you know, hey, this is the way we were raised. This is the way that we were always taught. We love one another. And that same expression is being able to be seen as us as the body of Christ are coming together and not in, hey, we're perfect. You know, we agree on everything. We, we are, you know, perfectly aligned on every single situation. But I, I'm watching right now as the body of Christ is ripping each other apart and I'm like, man, why in the world would the world look at the body of Christ and think, oh, yeah, you've got it figured out. Like, that's a beautiful expression of God's love right there. You're attacking your own body. Like, why would your own body talk, attack one another? And yet we are the body of Christ. And so seeing that, um, we're opening ourselves up to more and more attacks. Um, and so that's, that's what I think this is the importance of this and, and why the revelation that Tracy, I mean, you have had has been so beautiful in your life. Um, and I've watched that, and you've challenged me in this area and fostered those relationships. Um, so I really believe, and I'm hoping that people as they're listening to this, are are really kind of thinking about who are the people that I need to start investing more into. because um, I think as a more practical way too, is if you're saying, man, I don't have any friends to be able to uh, invest into me. I think this is Tracy, I would love for you to speak into this because I've seen you do this as, is begin to be that friend to other people. Like I watched as you you challenged people to like a level of friendship that causes them to make to become better friends. And so if you're not seeing that expression of friendship in your life, like take a take a look at yourself and take a look at it and see, have I done this with myself in terms of how I am fostering my relationships right now?
1: Totally. I would say and that's really kind of you to say. I appreciate that, Mr. Um I would I would speak to just like the example that Jesus gave like if Jesus is our standard and our example for a newly created life then <clears throat> you look at how he loved it says in John 13 when he loved that he loved his disciples until the end and what's crazy is he knew he knew who would betray he knew who would deny yet he loved them until the end so There was no expectation for them to be a certain way, for him to love them the way that he did. And so I think with people and in relationship with people, just loving with an open hand, hey, regardless of what you do or don't do, I'm secure in the love of God. I'm going to give love away to you because I've become love. And I don't need you to do anything for me to be okay. But this is what I'm bringing to the table. It's the love of Jesus Coupled with what that looks like in intentionality, what that looks like in consistency, what that, lo- what that looks like in vulnerability and transparency. I'm going to give that to you because I value what what you have and what you carry. And I'm not looking for you to be that way for me. But this is how I'm going to function because I see the way Jesus functions in that regard. And then you realize and see that that does awaken people to a greater understanding of how Jesus did operate in friendship. You know, like the way that you're able to model that and give that to someone else brings about perspective that challenges and shifts their frame of thought for them to actually begin to maybe even live in that in that light. So I've just seen that happen in a lot of my friends where, hey, like I, I've chosen to, to model my life after Jesus in this particular area and context, and that's what I'm bringing to you. I don't expect you to do anything in return for me. I don't expect you to be a certain way. I'm just gonna love you and let love bring the proper revelation and understanding that it has the power to do for you to see the way that God desires for you to see friendship. And then you keep moving forward. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, let me
0: let me ask you this as one more question and we can kind of, I mean, we can wrap it up here soon, but I do think uh, obviously that the quality of friends that you're going to be allowed speaking into your life is something that's necessary. So how how would you have, because I'm sure there's people that have been listening that have friends that are not saved and, you know, of course you're still pouring into their lives and things like that, but how would you allow your friendships that you've made um, with people that are not saved that maybe are not going to be as good of an influence um, what kind of like, ba- not boundaries, but what kind of like, kind of, I, I would guess boundaries would you allow us establish within those friendships rather than just, you know, yeah. cutting them
1: out? Yeah. Well, I mean, the heart of God is never to cut those people off, but it is for you to have the greater influence over like those individuals who aren't saved just yet. <clears throat> and so I-, I honestly think you setting the tone and the pace for how those relational dynamics look, those environments look, you know, being conscientious and discerning of where you go with with certain kinds of, of friends who are unbelievers, what kinds of conversations you participate in. Um, I think those are things we have to be conscientious of because you have a mission in that relationship and that's to bring them into the family of God. So you actually can't have friendship because there is no relationship apart from Jesus. I cannot have a real relationship with anyone apart from it going through the person of Christ. And so until that happens for that person, there's no real relationship there. There is influence over that individual to have the relationship you're believing for. And you have to be conscientious and strategic as to how you operate with them. But until that happens, there's nothing there just yet. So the goal is, hey, I'm going to live life with you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to break bread with you. And the heart is to continue revealing Jesus to you in the way in which I treat you and how I lead and live my life. I do believe the gospel message lived is the greatest message preached. And so I don't necessarily have to shove God down your throat for you to understand that that's where my life is rooted in, but I can reveal God to you and how I treat you and how I engage with you and how I handle situations that you might be present with me in. So you can see that this is a lifestyle that is very contrary to what that friend or person has grown up in. And maybe there's some merit to this. Maybe I should give this a shot. I've seen that happen with friends where people have gotten saved in my life because of just how I lived life with them and, and how I chose to reveal the love of Jesus to them in a way that caused for them to question if the life they were leading and living had merit or weight to it, you know, and then that shifts the friendship. So now there is, now there is friendship there. They get saved. Now we can build something. Now we can grow up in the love of God together.
0: Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. And I think the way you put it terms of as well as not, like allowing you to lead the relationship in terms of, hey, you set the standard. Do not be swayed. Do not be persuaded by them. And as you show like, hey, I'm truly dedicated to my relationship with Christ. And as you love them through that understanding, it, it will show them honestly revelation that they've been looking for their entire life. I remember when I was uh, out in Virginia, I went to some friend's house who were not saved and they were watching a TV show. And I remember I was like, yeah, I'd love to come over and watch the TV show. And, and not really fully processing like what TV show it was or what could be in the TV show. And I remember there was a, a very explicit scene and I kind of like looked over at them and I'm like, hey, is this normal for this show? And they're like, oh, yeah, totally. And I was like, OK, I might leave. And I was like, I don't want to ruin what you guys, you know, you guys are watching your show. I don't want to tell you guys to turn it off. But I said, I, honestly, I don't subject myself to this because, you know, I want to remain pure and and set apart for my wife and I remember I just kind of got up and left and I didn't like be like how dare you guys watch this show because they don't know any better but what I did was I I modeled something in my actions and I did not lower my standards and I remember I had one of the guys reach out to me the next day and he just said hey man that really uh, spoke a lot to me that you would just stand up and that you would hold true to your convictions Um, and he said and it felt like you did not like looked down on us. And he said, I would love for you just to kind of like talk more about like what that process is for you. And so I think as you show that expression of one walking in love and then walking in truth within your friendships of people that are not saved, they they're looking for something like they are looking for genuine, authentic love, love that the world cannot give that only only can be revealed through the body of Christ. Um, And so as you stay true to that Uh, I I know that there's going to be a revelation that's going to be given to your friends and that they'll be able to to come to Christ and you'll be able to lead them in such a beautiful way. Uh, But just kind of recapping everything that we've talked about, because I think this is really, really good. And I think it's really important uh, because, as I said in the uh, beginning, is everything that we've talked about up until this point, um, if you don't have people alongside of you that are going to be challenging you to do these things, that are going to be pushing you to do these things, it's going to make life a lot harder. And we don't want to go through life uh, alone. We want to be able to pray in people into those situations. I had a friend recently who was asking, he said like, yeah, I've been needing mentors in my life. And I told him, I said, well, why don't we start praying for him? And I think within the week, he had two guys that he was like, these are prospects that I think I can have as mentors that just came out of nowhere and into my life. And so I'm believing that God can bring uh, people out of nowhere into your life. But um, Tracy, before I close out, is there anything else that you want to add on to the conversation?
1: Man, I think I think the last thing I would just say is just never stop believing that that God's best will be a reality when it comes to friendship and when it comes to community. I mean, I really do believe that is vital for us in in this time, and so continue to believe for that and continue to discern just even through Holy Spirit who God is leading you to. Uh, and never stop believing that the love of Jesus will be revealed and that a person's eyes will be open to understand that God isn't only a wonderful father, but he's an incredible friend. And that friendship's been offered to you to, to engage with and in and then also to exemplify in your own life with other people. So that would be the last kind of closing perspective I have. I love that. That's powerful.
0: Well, awesome. Well, guys, I hope
1: you guys have enjoyed
0: today's conversation. If you are new to the channel, please make sure to subscribe. Uh, leave a comment down below. Let us know if there's any conversations that you guys want us to be talking about. But for the next season that's gonna be coming up here in a couple months, I'm very, very excited uh, because we have a amazing surprise in, uh, in store for you guys. So make sure that you are subscribed so that you do not miss out when we are coming to our next season. And until next time, this has been Let's Talk About It With Sons and Daughters.